Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur Podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood. A business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the powerful identity shift and transformation from boss babe or boss mom to aligned CEO, building a one-of-a-kind, influential, hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO, affiliate marketing, and courses while building yourself in the process, well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or glass of wine, and let's get growing. Hello, hello, Ashley here back with episode 60 of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. And today is a very special day. It's the podcast first birthday. Happy birthday to, I I will spare you that whole experience, but it is the first birthday of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. It was this day, the 6th of December, a whole year ago when we first launched and it has been so much fun. Best business decision of the year and maybe of my entire business. I love recording for you guys. I love getting your questions, researching them, turning them into episodes. I just absolutely love this platform. The only thing that's hard is that it's less interactive. And so I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of the reviews, all of the shares, the messages. You have no idea how much it means to me going from doing a lot more live video and interactive formats to speaking into a microphone, hoping that this is helpful, inspiring, encouraging all of the things without any feedback. And I trust that it is for whoever it's meant to be for. But anyway, I am just so grateful for each of you for being on this journey with me and for Maverick it up all along the way in whatever it is that you do as far as building a life and business that you're absolutely obsessed with. Grateful doesn't even touch the way that I feel towards you guys and for all of your support. And one thing that I wanted to do for our listeners is a giveaway for our first birthday. It's a little bit hard because I can't really do that via just the podcast. If you're not in my Facebook community, I will leave a link to that in the show notes. It's actually always there. All you have to do is leave a new written review for the Maverick Mompreneur podcast on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot of that review and post it in the comments of a post that's in my Facebook community. So I'm going to directly link that actual post. And then you get bonus entries if you share a screenshot of this podcast, whether it's this episode or one of your other favorites, in your IG or Facebook stories and tag me at Ashley R. Latimer. And you can actually do this each day of the giveaway. It's going to run until this Saturday, which I believe is the 10th of December. So you've got a lot of chances for bonus entries, even if you have already left a review and you think nuts, just screenshot the review that you've already left. I will count that and then make sure that you have at least one bonus entry. I I feel like that's fair. I like that. I just came up with that on the spot. That's what we're doing. So for today's episode, we are going to talk about social selling, otherwise known as direct selling, network marketing, social marketing, social retail. There's lots of other pseudonyms, but 
I'm going to be referring to it as social selling. And I want to give you some real talk opinions based on my own experience and sponsoring and working with hundreds, if not thousands of women within the social selling industry and just give you kind of a yay or nay. And if it's a yay for you, how do you go about determining what company to join or partner with? What affiliate products do you promote and all of that? So I hope this is some really good food for thought. I've done something similar to this before, but this is a new twist and I am no longer sponsoring and or recruiting into a company. And so you can rest assured this is not any type of pitch for the company that I partner with because I shut that all down. And if you want to hear the reasons for why I chose to do that, you can go back to a previous episode. I'll link it in the show notes. I can't remember offhand what it is, but I give you my whole rationale straight from the heart, straight from the gut, straight from the integrity, intuition, whatever you want to call it as to why I made that decision. And speaking of that decision, I am getting ready for the intentional personal growth and profit planning annual masterclass. And we've got about 16 women that are taking the class. It's on Wednesday. So you're listening to this on the 6th, which is my birthday. And that will be going down tomorrow. So if you're interested, you can still snag a seat there. But I'm going to be sharing about this year as far as my own personal growth and revenue growth and leading this group of women through my exact process for how I goal set, how I plan for growth in all the areas. And it might surprise you. I've never seen anyone do it this way. It's just the way that I do it. And I'm the most content, happiest ever been. And I don't think it's just because of the planning, but I do think it's because of what is involved in the planning, the components and things that I'm intentional with. And so I can't wait to teach that class. And then also to share how interesting of a year it's been because I've gone from having a different balance of revenue streams. So when I started this iteration of my business, the online business mentorship and digital course creation and group programs and all the things that I love, love, love to do now creating my own offers. When I did that, I was making a full-time income in social selling. And so at a certain point, I was making basically two full-time incomes at once. But that, if you could guess, is not entirely sustainable. You cannot give 110% to two different businesses without losing your mind. And that's just not what I wanted to do. That's not the choice that I wanted to make. And so there was a transitional period where I was like, oh, okay, like that was really nice to have, you know, that much revenue coming into my brand from all these different streams. And it's certainly different now, but I checked my numbers, which I hadn't for a couple of months, honestly. And I was frankly shocked at how well things are going despite that dip this year in 2022. I'm pretty dang proud of myself and got me all excited and fired up to share kind of the percentages of where the different revenues coming from and how I went about that transition and the real talk scariness of letting go of one stream and building up another and how I went about balancing that and then where I'm at now and what I'm planning on for 2023 for you all and for my business. Holy moly, get ready because you ain't seen nothing yet or whatever the kids are saying these days. But anyway, let's talk about 
multiple streams of income and whether or not social selling as a stream of brand revenue is a fit for you or not. I'm going to give you some points of consideration and just some food for thought. And I hope this is super helpful. If it is, please share this episode with your teams. Please share it with uplines, downlines, sidelines, whoever you feel like it might be a benefit to having a neutral third party. I'm not trying to recruit you. I could care less whether or not you join social selling or not especially not my team or not. So I hope this is super helpful. Enjoy. All right. So let's talk about social selling as a stream of brand revenue. Before I dive into it, I want to give you a little bit of background just so that you know that I have some authority in talking about this. I got into social selling in 2017. I had been building my brand TaylorMade Mama online for about a year and a half at the time. I had just transitioned from working full-time and building that brand to staying at home and was looking to add streams of revenue to my brand. And so I got involved in social selling thinking that I could just add it on to what I was already doing. And it ended up I don't want to sound like a victim because I allowed this portion of my brand to really fully take over because that is in that company what it took in order to experience some relative amount of success. And what I figured out along the way was the reason that I was experiencing the success that I was experiencing within that company was truly because I had built influence in the online space through the personal brand that I had built through the influence that I had already built. People were joining me. People were wanting to buy from me because of that. Not only that, but I strongly felt and feel that that is a factor in people finding success quickly in social selling. I'll get back to that later, but got into that with one company built for about 10 months and realized that I was not seeing anyone come near to the amount of success, relative success, I'll I'll say, that I was having who I was bringing on board. And it felt like I was just selling a total dream. And so I felt really uneasy about that. I wasn't sure exactly what to do with that at first because I had built out these sponsoring funnels and was able to recruit and sponsor that way, but not everyone was able to do the same thing. And I just, ugh, it was kind of a little bit of a integrity nightmare, shall we say. And this was a makeup and skincare company, which was a makeup product that I used and loved previously. And I thought that that would be just a, a natural offshoot, but makeup and skincare is Definitely not. If you know me now or you know me then, it's not a predominant part of my brand, but it definitely became that way. And that just felt super out of alignment also from a product standpoint. So then I transitioned into working with the company Modere and I still partner with them. I loved their collagen. I became a customer. I really believed in and still believe in it. I have taken it religiously for about four and a half years. I will never stop selling it through sales funnels and promoting it to people that I know. I've, as I mentioned in the intro, I've stopped team building because that no longer feels aligned for me, but affiliate marketing for that company is super aligned. I freaking love that collagen. I love all of their collagen-based products, the skincare, all the things, but that's neither here nor there. So anyway, over between the two companies through sponsoring, through relationship building and sponsoring funnels, I have sponsored upwards of 400 teammates into my downline over a period of, I guess it was about four years total. Uh, Most of them applying to join my downline without me even 
speaking to them. And so I feel like that's a pretty unique way of doing things and something that's, you know, hashtag goals for some people. And I still do teach that with the caveat that it has to be someone that is working in a company or with a company that I feel fits my integrity mold. So if someone wanted to do that type of sponsoring funnel within Modere, within the company I partner with, I would feel comfortable with that. And for some of the reasons I'm going to share with you, as long as the person who was doing the sponsoring met criteria as well. So I work with clients one-on-one, but it's very, very specific and it's only one-on-one because I have such specific criteria for who I would feel in integrity and comfortable teaching that skill set to, if that makes sense. So anyway, all along the way, there are some huge pluses that I feel strongly about when it comes to social selling as a stream of revenue. So number one, I think it's a great way if you have never experienced anything entrepreneurial at all, it is a great way to catch the bug and to honestly start your own business because social selling is not your own business. You may have your brand, but until you are responsible for all the things, it's not your business. You are working within someone else's business. And I know that's like, oh no, it is my business. And I used to say the same thing, but it is completely different. Let me tell you that. But anyway, getting your toes into that space and just catching the bug and really, it opens up your mind. It opens up your mind to personal development. I think personal development is such a strong aspect of the industry. Really, as an entrepreneur, you must, must, must be working on your mindset, working on yourself continually, especially if you're a solopreneur and you're working by yourself, it's imperative. And I think for a lot of us that get into entrepreneurialism through social selling, that's a huge plus. The other is obviously community. 85 to 90 plus percent of people who get into social selling are really doing it for the community. They might like the product, but they like the team they're joining. They like the upline they're joining, the getting to get together for events and retreats and all kinds of things, the community is a huge plus. You meet some amazing people, especially if you are presenting yourself as your authentic self online, you're attracting your soulmate teammates, you are going to build a community around you and or join into a community that's super aligned and that can feel really good. You can make some friends that are friends for life like I have. Not everyone is meant to stay in your life forever and always, but some people come and some people stay and you come into some people's life and you stay and that's beautiful. And that's something that I think is a huge plus from social selling because you do get to meet so many like-minded individuals and some not so like-minded, but that's life. I think it is a plus in some senses that it's a low threshold to enter, particularly if you are someone who has influence, who has an audience and are looking to add a quick new stream of revenue and you see the writing on the wall in a positive sense that, hey, this product is super hot and you wanna jump on board and leverage your influence and it's something that you personally feel an integrity to promote, super low threshold to enter. For a lot of these companies, they're not charging thousands of dollars to have you sign up with a package or whatever. Sometimes nowadays it's just literally an affiliate program, which I love seeing. I love seeing companies get out of the dinosaur ages and really get into the affiliate model where influencers can truly take advantage of helping them to promote their products without having to team build if they don't want to, without having to buy in on some crazy package. They literally are just doing the same thing that they're doing with Amazon reward style and all of that. And so I'm really loving that. That is definitely something to look for in a company is do they have just a straight up 
affiliate model. No strings attached. You don't have to watch some kind of weird seminar webinar. It's just, here's your links. You can share them if you want, however you want, what fits for your brand, what fits for your audience. That is what I'm all about. And so that's something definitely to look at, particularly if you are, and I know you are, if you're listening to this, someone who's building a personal brand, you are not trying to brand yourself around a product line or another company. You're branding yourself on your brand. Other pluses of social selling. I think in general, you've heard me say a million times, multiple or diverse streams of income is absolutely gold. But the thing to know is for most people, social selling is not going to be a passive stream of income. I have an issue with social selling being promoted as a passive stream of income like an investment could be, or like putting money towards an ad for one of your own offers or an affiliate product could be in a sales funnel. Leveraged income, that's amazing. So leveraged income versus passive income, I can stand behind. So the efforts of others that you're leading and sponsoring, yielding commissions and bonuses for you if you're team building, that's leveraged income. But that will as I have experienced in two different companies, when you step away from leadership, which is what the majority of people joining you are in it for, for the team, the community, when you decide that you for yourself and your family and your business want to step away from that, that does dwindle away. You may have one or two influencers or people who continue to share But really, over time, that's not super sustainable unless you're a legacy in the industry and you've been there for 10, 15, 20 years. And then no matter what, you're still going to be making a full-time income, even if it dwindles from 50,000 to 10,000 or whatever it might be. So leveraged income, I think that's an amazing component. But as long as you realize that it's not going to be passive, you're not going to have just people signing up in droves and just working and unless you have all influencers, which there are some people who that is the setup for them. And that's kudos to them for building their brand and having connections with people who are influential either in the industry or in the online space. And that's amazing, but that is not going to be for the majority of us. So just something to be aware of. So those are a lot of pluses. So pluses slash things to consider. I have a few other talking points, I guess you would say. I'm going to take that back. It's more like pain points for me personally. And I think that I'm not the only one, but I'm just going to say it because now I have no reason to not say any of this. And I know that there's other people who feel the same. So I think where things go off the rails and start to feel out of alignment when it comes to social selling and the way that we see some people building it, but it doesn't have to be that way. So caveat, social selling can totally be for you, but you have to keep these things out of the picture, even if the predominant culture in the team or company is pushing these other things towards you because they're not yet aware of, frankly, like the modern reality, right? So being realistic about the time that it is going to take you to build and sustain. You can't give 100% to building everything all at once. So if you are building your brand, you're building your business, you're wanting to establish yourself as an authority in your niche, you're focusing on your content, trying to build a massive team and maintain it and sustain it, that is going to take a lot of your freaking time. You cannot be working on building out a course and doing this and doing that and having a massive build in social selling. And with that, I think something that bothers me that I see a lot when it comes to marketers is talking about it like it's easy. So I don't know if you've seen this before and maybe you have. I definitely have. And even when I first joined, I thought, oh, it's just going to be easy, an easy way to 
fold in another stream of income. If something seems too good to be true, the one thing that I've learned in life, well, I've learned many things in life, but one thing that I have learned in life is that it usually is too good to be true if it seems like it is. And selling the dream is absolutely unethical. I spoke about this in that episode that I referenced earlier, but for me, that became a huge sticking point for me when I realized that the dream that I believed in was not actually what I was sold or not even what I was sold, what I believed it to be. I no longer had enthusiasm behind promoting it or the lifestyle behind the scenes that was required to sustain that. I did not want that for my own life or my own business. It felt out of alignment. And in order for me to get to the next level, I would have to have a lot more people underneath me on my team working and living in this grindy way that I know doesn't have to exist in order to make money online. And I've shared this before, but the year that I transitioned from just mainly focusing on social selling, that was 2019, that was a 49 thousand dollar year in 2020 when I then added my own offers that was my first six figure year and then I went on to do it again in 2021 and so I know that you don't have to just build in network marketing in order to make the type of income that you're wanting to make online not to mention the impact so my impact and my income both increased when I made that transition. That is not true for everyone, but if you feel that you are selling a dream that isn't your own dream come true, then when you're building, when you're sharing what your actual lifestyle looks like, that's an integrity. So what did it or what is it really taking to get you to where you are? What are you doing to build your business? Like be your true authentic self. This is gonna garner trust from people who might join you, might buy from you, but it's certainly gonna be the long-term play when you're building a personal brand to not sell a dream. If I could go back and know what I know now, I would redo things, absolutely. But you only know what you know at that point in time. And then when you figure something else out and it starts to feel out of alignment, hard pass or brave pivot. And all the Mavericks said, amen. Hard pass, brave pivot, right? One thing that I do promote wholeheartedly is if you can find a company who has that affiliate marketing opportunity where it's solely just social selling, you can incorporate it into your brand. They have a product or products or product line that totally fits with your target audience. And it's something that would totally benefit them. It falls underneath one of your brand content pillars. You can absolutely see monetizing your brand in that way. That makes so much sense. Viewing a social selling company as an opportunity, as enough to be an affiliate and a prong of your brand, not even a prong of your brand, just falling under one of your brand content pillars as a way to monetize versus it being the whole thing the business opportunity, the product line, all of the things. For example, if you were in health and wellness and there was a company who had an affiliate program, whether it's a social selling company or just a general social retail company, if they have a product and they have an affiliate program and you can make a percent commission off of when you promote and refer and someone buys through your link, why not do that? You are doing that because yes, there's a benefit for your customer, but yeah, you're also getting a commission off of it. Why not? You could do the same thing with almost 
almost any product in the whole world now based on how much Amazon has in their platform at this moment by being an Amazon influencer or an Amazon affiliate. Little bit of a bird walk, but just because I'm thinking of it. One other issue that I have with social selling and when women who are wanting to make money online get involved in social selling, all of a sudden there's these weird marketing tactics that no one marketing online would ever use outside of social selling. And it's so weird and we don't realize it because when you're in it, it's hard to see the forest and the trees, yada, yada. I know, I understand. But things like end of the month, holy moly. Think about any other retailer on the planet outside of social sellers. At the end of the month, to try and meet some quota to get a bonus or whatever it is, have you ever had a company or you know your favorite clothing brand or Amazon or I don't care what it is, call you text you like, hey, I'm trying to meet this, like we're trying to meet this company goal, would you wanna buy it? No, that is not actual marketing, that's a very strange tactic versus a marketing skill. And so I think if you get into social selling, having the wherewithal to, and the boundaries to say, hey, no, that is not, I know the whole team is doing this, I know the whole company maybe even is doing this, I don't feel like that's in alignment with the marketing style that I have. I don't think that my audience would appreciate that. I think that would seem weird. And that's one of those things that I learned along the way too is in looking at my brand and then in looking at the you know social selling portion of it, I'm like, why am I doing things differently in both? It's selling things online as a portion of my personal brand. I need to remain in integrity with how I feel aligned in selling online and using actual tried and true proven research online marketing skills versus weird marketing tactics that might work, but at the expense of your reputation as a personal brand. And the long-term play is protecting and elevating the reputation of your personal brand online and offline, end of story. So anyway, I feel like I've gone on longer than I wanted to for a single given episode. Maybe I'll do a different episode down the line with some more specifics. But if you're listening, you are an ambitious female online entrepreneur. You are looking to build your brand in the online space and you are looking to create impact first and foremost, but also income. So my advice to you would be, social selling can be a really great stream of revenue, particularly if there's a high percent commission on a product line that really fits well for your audience and for your brand. It would be a natural fit to incorporate into anything that you're doing. If you're blogging, you can incorporate it into your roundups. If you're on Instagram or TikTok, you're doing reels, whatever you're doing to promote your brand and your business, you can incorporate affiliate links into that. That is a great opportunity. So if you can find a company whose products align and who has a pure, straight, no strings attached to gain those commissions through affiliate product sales, I think that's an excellent opportunity. And that's what I have with Modere, where for me, I don't get the team bonuses that I used to because the team volume is not there, but I still make the same income that I make from my own personal efforts through sales funnels, right? And so to me, that's a great stream of revenue unless you are wanting to do the whole thing and spend time being a solid leader, teaching your team how to brand themselves, teaching your team, and 
recruiting and all of those things, that's a whole different animal. And that for some people is going to be super aligned and for others it's not. And so you just want to make sure that if someone is wanting you to be involved and asks you to join their company and presents this to you as an affiliate opportunity, just make sure that it really is a straight up affiliate opportunity where there are no strings attached. It's not going to impact your brand. You're not going to find yourself in a situation where you're like, okay, this just took over every single part of my time and brand in order to make this amount of money and how can I ever sustain this without losing my dang mind? Speaking from experience, possibly, yes, I am. I think that's all I have for you today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening as always. If you ever have a topic that you would love to hear about on the podcast, if it has anything to do with online marketing, blogging, podcasting, personal branding, mindset, entrepreneurial mindset, you let me know. There is a link to where you can leave me a voice message if you'd like, and I'll actually feature you on the podcast. You can also email me hello at elevatedwithashley.com or DM me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer and just let me know what it is that you are wondering about within your business. And if I can help you out, I would love to create a podcast episode to do so. Okay. Thank you so much. And until next week, cheers to your impact. And thank you for a great first year of Maverick Mompreneur podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My goal is to help as many women in business online as possible to build strong, powerful, aligned, and profitable personal brands. The best way to show you appreciate this content is to screenshot and share on your social media or share with your team. Actually, even better would be to also leave a review for the podcast on whichever platform you're listening on. If you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me via email at hello at elevatedwithashley.com. You can DM me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer or join us in the free Elevate Academy for brand building, maverick marketers, and mompreneurs Facebook community. Can't wait to chat with you next week.